Welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. My name is Frank Severich, and you've also probably never heard of me, unless you are a listener from Poland. We have a very dedicated listener base in Poland. Shout out to Poland. Shout out to Poland for sending tanks to the Ukraine. That's Poland is in the news this week. We appreciate your effort in supporting the Ukrainians. Uh, and that's that's our geopolitical segment right there. Um, my name is Frank Severich. Uh, this is the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast you've never heard of. I am joined this week by two amazing co-hosts. Unfortunately, MC and Chloe can't be here. So it's time for another one of our recurring segments, Mansplaining Basketball. And in order to um, truly mansplain basketball, I need to bring in my first co-host, it's the man from the place, Greg Toomey. Good morning, afternoon, good night, Frank. Good morning, afternoon, good night to you as well. Greg, how are we doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. We're at the place, <laughs> um, you know, which is nice. Interesting, uh, you know, basketball news this week. We're going to uh, get into it. So, uh-huh. a lot of feelings, a lot of uh-huh. feelings. Also, uh, you know, Francis Tiafo lost an Australian Open. <sighs> Yeah. A lot of feelings there. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. That was last week, but it just yeah. you know, we haven't talked about it. Shout out to Francis. We know he's listening out there. He's, he's um, one of our one of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, another one of our listeners is listening right now. It's um, it's um, 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 Matt Sparacino. Hello, Matt Sparacino. Did you just forget my fucking name? Frank? No, here's what happened on my end. I am pulling up. We have, guys, breaking news. We have listener voicemail this week Whoa. for the first time ever in our Holy. history. And I was I was queuing it up because we we're going to listen to it at, at, at the top of the episode. And it automatically started playing as I was introducing you. And there's a strange noise at the beginning of the clip. So it really threw me for a second there. Um, <laughs> wow. So let's try. let's try your intro again, Matt. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll edit this out. Okay. No, we won't. It's the guy from the other place, Matt Spiracino. Hey, it's Frank. It's me. I'm from the place. It's good to be here. Uh, good to be back with you guys. Uh, good to, well, no, I was going to say good to be a Wizards fan, but <laughs> we are losing to the Rockets by 12 right now. <laughs> so, um, I don't know that I'd go that far, but good to be here with you guys, ready to, yeah, just uh, talk some hoops. Interesting week. Interesting week. Very uh, interesting week. Very interesting week. And, and as you just alluded to, Matt, you know, as I alluded to at the top of the show, this is an edition of Mansplaining Basketball. This is the um, the version of the show when MC and Chloe are away, the boys will play. And uh, the games we play are uh, Mansplaining Basketball. This is the only sports podcast where three mediocre white men um, talk about sports. So um, that's the differentiation we're bringing. The people, the people have been clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. And um, just to all of our listeners, we're sorry that MCAT and Chloe can't be here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you, you know, you get enough mansplaining in your regular life. Bro. That's, that's right. True. That's right. Well, let's um, as I as previously mentioned, we are mansplaining and we are mansplaining 
Wizards fandom. So this is usually this segment goes, I don't know anything about basketball and Greg and Matt have to explain things to me. But this is something I do know something about. So uh, let's get into it. And to start us off, I think we need to start by sort of explaining what happened this week in broad strokes. And then I want to get to our listener mail because we've got we've got a, a real uh, treat for us today uh, from one of our listeners. So, Matt, why don't you go ahead and tell us what happened this week? Well, I, I got to say just uh, what you were saying, Frank, just about the segment. Uh, usually this is us, like you said, kind of um, educating you, you on some of the, you know, finer details of the game. And we definitely want to do more of that. I know Greg wants to talk about uh, the take foul, which has been <laughs> controversial. This That's uh, when you have year. a hot take and and you get um, well, right. a foul called well, on you. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't mean, I don't want to get you fired up. But anyways, that this, more than that, this is going to be like a therapy session. I think sure. we all just need to get some right. feelings out. Group therapy. We all, we all know what it means to be a Wizards fan. Um, we do including our, our listener who uh, submitted uh, the mail we're going to hear in a moment. So, yeah, as far as what happened, uh, the Washington Wizards, we're struggling. We're going through a, another disappointing season, several games below 500. Uh, I think last I checked, we were like 12th in the East. We're out of even the play-in tournament. Uh, so trade deadline's about two to three weeks away. And the Wizards are making moves. And we mentioned this a couple episodes ago. They kind of have two big guys who are free agents this summer. Kyle Kuzma, who's been our second best or even best player for a lot of the season. And Rui Hachimura, who is a first-round pick. Uh, this is his fourth year. We drafted him ninth in the top ten of the draft. And he's up for a contract extension. So we are kind of in the position where we needed to decide, do we want to keep this guy or do we want to keep Kyle Kuzma? Cause they have a lot of overlapping skills. And uh, this week, the wizards traded Rui to the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, the true wizards of the West coast. Now Matt has been trying to coin the Dallas Mavericks as the wizards of the West coast, but the, the Los Angeles wizards have Troy Brown, Jr. Roy Hachimura, uh, Thomas Bryant, Bryant. Russell Westbrook. They have four out of five players in what could be a starting lineup. (laughs) I got to give it to you, Frank, because you're right. They, they have surpassed the Mavs and Dimwitty and Berton, both wizard, uh, kind of not not in the best sense. Um, Los Angeles Lizards, I do like that. We've been calling them the Los Angeles Unders. That was fun, but I like the Lizards. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yes, we another transaction with the Lakers. I guess Tommy and uh, Rapalinka get along. But we sent them Rui. They sent us Kendrick Nunn, who's a, a guard. Uh, on an expiring contract, as well as three future second round picks. One of them is the Bulls pick in this summer's draft. Uh, And then the other two are future Lakers picks, I think in 2028 and 2029, with a couple modifiers, but basically two second round picks at the end of the decade. So for the uninitiated who haven't had to, maybe this is their first Wizards trade. Of a significant yeah. Frank, player. Could you could you explain this to me? Talk you know me what? Yeah. Let's 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 get to our listener voicemail because I was oh, about to get okay. into it, but let's 
let's hear from a fan. <laughs> that might be a stretch to call him a fan. I don't know if he's ever listened to an episode, but oh, you refer to him as a listener like a dozen times. <laughs> well, I Who mean, is it? Who? So this this uh, voicemail is comes from fan. Mike Sparacino, Matt Sparacino's ah. brother. Okay. Um. Okay. So let me. Uh. Let's let's listen. Should be good uh, to Mike. Um. Here we go. All right. I don't have time to draft emails or anything. It's 5.30 on a Wednesday night. <laughs> so it's Lena and I here at home. Myra's traveling. We're trying to make our quesadillas for dinner. So you're going to have to just do deal with a voice memo. Say hi, Lena. Say hi. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> my thoughts as I try to gather them, I think basically my main thought is that Tommy is more or less Ernie Grunfeld version two at this point for me. He's not doing it for me. I mean, let's, let's, I, the fact that they traded a first round pick in their first. At the end of their first contract for three second round picks, it's just total bullshit. I mean, we already know this team's history with second round picks. They 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 haven't done anything with any of them. They can't do anything with a first round pick. How the fuck are they supposed to draft second round picks and have them develop? They fucking suck developing players. That's how I feel right now. And look back at the history. That's right, Lena. They fucking suck. Look back at the history. Kelly Oubre, what did they do? They traded him for fucking Trevor Ariza. Wasn't that the second time Trevor Ariza was on the team? And at that point, it was. Yep. Super. He was better the first time. Yep. Whatever. On an expiring team. Then what else? Uh, Traded a pick for Bogdanovich. And what happened with that? They chose not to re-sign him. The one time they fucking choose not to re-sign someone is probably the best player that yeah, he's open he traded right now. for. <laughs> but whatever. What else? Troy Brown, they traded for Gafford. I guess ultimately I'd rather have Gafford, but Yeah, that worked out okay. It'd mm-hmm. be nice if Gafford didn't commit like six fouls every 12 minutes or whatever. Fair. That's also true. Yeah. Um, then we got Rui. We know what they did with him. You know, three second round picks. Thanks. Then Denny. Whatever. Supposedly they want to trade Rui so they can make room for Denny. I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't see Denny turning into anything. He'll probably get traded next year. We'll go through this same fucking thing. And then we got Kispert. <laughs> Whatever. I can't stand him. We've already talked about this. He just looks like your average white guy at the YMCA. I can't. I just can't that. That's Greg's boy. Watch out, Mike. And then we got Johnny Davis. Fucking Johnny Davis. This guy. I, he, he sucks. I, I don't know the stats off my head, but like in summer league, he shot like 30% total from the field. And that in the like... 50 minutes he's played this year. He's shot like 30% from the field in NBA games. His shooting percentage in the G League is horrible too. It's like 40% or under or something. So 
I'm just going to go out on a limb right now and say this guy is just going to be like all the others. He probably won't even get traded for three second round picks. It doesn't matter because we're not going to develop him into shit. We're signing Kuzma. Who the hell knows? Porzingis will just opt into his $36 million or whatever it is. We signed Kuzma. We got Bradley Beal on like some deal for $500 million and a no trade clause. This franchise just fucking sucks right now. Anyways, and I blame Ted, but whatever. Take whatever you want from that and put it on your pod. <laughs> that's good wow thank you very much mike Uh, a lot of of, uh derision there at the end (laughs) also we are now down 19 to the rockets so there you go uh, his his anger is justified got him right where we want him right well that's where you want to be in the first half (laughs) against the worst team in the against the worst team in the nba so okay, Beale, so I, Beale is playing tonight. By the way, yeah, oh, he is. I didn't think great. he was. Sorry. I, I didn't. Playing. I didn't think he was it playing is, last night. He was barely noticeable last night. He was okay in the fourth quarter, but is anyway, he still playing. Like, is he on like a minutes restriction? I, I think so because he was out for a while. But I, I didn't. I didn't actually check the game log. He played thirty minutes last night. He did. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, yeah Wizards last night. The Wizards beat the Mavericks by one. In a game mm-hmm. I didn't see, but was an exciting game. Spencer mm-hmm. Dinwiddie was talking shit after. I'm sure we're going to get to that. And now tonight, second night of a back-to-back, they're on the road in Houston. But uh, ugh, really not a great, you know, they call that a schedule loss sometimes when you're just, mm-hmm. you just, know, you don't have the energy, the other teams at home. But Houston is probably the worst team in the league. Well, uh, let's let's yeah. talk about, let's, 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 um, Shout out to Del Palmer, big, big Rockets guy. But yeah, hopefully they're just going to win the lottery. Future guest of the show. Future, Future guest, guest of the show. Of the show. If, Del Palmer. if and when, if and when Houston gets that top pick this summer, unless, I don't know, unless the Wizards out hey. them, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, okay. So let's, let's, let's start here. Greg, how are you feeling about the Rui Hachimura trade? And then I want to hear from Matt, how he feels. Yeah, well, just to clarify, um, Mike said Tommy. So Tommy is um, Mm -hmm. the Wizards' general manager Mm -hmm. who makes a lot of the decisions. Well, I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, he's, you know, decides, oh, we're going to make this trade or we're going to draft this person. So when he said he's sick of Tommy's a Grunfeld 2.0, Grunfeld was the previous guy who made a lot of the trades Mike mentioned. Who was? Ariza. Who was terrible and was like the longest tenured GM in the league yeah. before he, he was yeah. fired. He was here which, almost 20 years. Which is like very. Never, yeah. yeah never GMs are never like kept a, that long. It's very yeah. strange. Yeah. Unless unless you're like the Spurs or mm-hmm. only yeah. them probably. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, Greg. No, no. It's fine. Just wanted to mansplain that part of the. the Thank you. Oh, sure. That's, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I am. I'm bummed out because. I really always I was I've always been a big supporter of Ruiz. Like I just like thought he great story. I, I he was a good pick. Yeah, at the time I thought it was mm-hmm. like he's, he's you know a lot of guys you play in college for like two or three years. A few things can happen. One one they can they they can be a role player for the rest of their life. Or two they're they come in just ready to play because they're just a little older. Their body is a little more developed. And he came in like that. And he had 
moments like that where I thought, oh, this guy's got a good NBA body. He's, you know, athletic. He's He can shoot. Da, da, da. Mid-range game. A lot of the fundamentals. And so, I don't know. The past two years, though, like... I'm not blaming him, but like he didn't play last year, half the year. He had some stuff going on, which, by the way, the Wizards did a great job handling all that with him last year. They didn't didn't turn into a Ben Simmons thing. I mean, obviously, the it's a different situation, but he was able to just be private and do what he had to do to take care of himself. And then when he came back, he actually played pretty well last year in a few in a few games he played in. Like he shot really high percentage and this that, but this year he's not been. He hasn't. I thought he was going to start this year, so that was strange to me that that he didn't start. I thought he would be. I thought we would be like a little smaller, maybe, and do like you know, let him play like the power forward, but be more of like an. Anyways, not to get into too many details about his game, but but when you think about it, you're like, is he worth more than what we got for him? I think he is, but I'm a fan. I, we watch the games. We root for him. Um, if, you know, I think if there had been a higher offer, they would have taken it, right? This, so I think they this, got the yeah. most, and there wasn't. Yeah, we don't know. We at don't think there was. Time, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, that's what, that's just, what Woj yeah. is saying. That's what, what know, Mike that's is what. saying is that it's it's so idiotic that you could draft someone and and a top pick. Now he was the ninth pick, I think, mm-hmm. and trade him for three second round picks. If that's mm-hmm. all you can get, I mean, I understand not letting him walk away. That means to me, potentially, he was up front and said, I'm not going to resign with you all. And, and I think that there's been a little bit of reporting about that, that he was kind of yeah. unhappy here, but, that he was looking for a new opportunity. Yeah, so, even so. If, so he was what's called a, unre- uh, a restricted free agent. So he could have got offered L- from L.A. next year let's say, I don't know, $15 million a year. And we could have said, hey, we like that price. We're going to actually resign him. But it sounds like they he didn't want to play here, so we wouldn't have wanted to re-sign him. So they tried to get what they could, and I just wish they could. I just, I it would have been great if we got three second round picks and then like a G League uh, player who's we could develop like on top of it. But we got someone with expiring contract. We got other breaking news, Frank. Mary Catherine Curran has joined the chat. Welcome, Mary Woo! Catherine. Thank you um, for having me. I'm still I'm working on some um, audio visual stuff right now. So hey, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I'll wrap we up. I'll wrap up it's my good point. To have you. Yeah, we're we're, we're talking we're about just, the Roy trade, and Greg's giving his take, and then you're you're yeah, about to witness uh, Mount Sparacino erupt. Yeah, Mount Sparacino. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm frustrated <laughs> by it. Three second round. The other thing is this though: NBA players are getting better and better. And second round picks can be valuable, but I just don't know that we're the type of organization to be value, be good and smart about that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's rough. And I think Rui might be playing tonight, by the way. So we'll update you next week on how he's looking, but we'll see. He looks good in the yellow. I'm not going to lie. Don't say that. That I'm hurts. Sorry. I'm don't sorry. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's I know. I know. I know. It hasn't hasn't been great seeing um you know, Frank as half the Frank Wizards in yellow this year. Half yeah, half the Lakers rotation made up of wizards. Uh you know, it's going around on social media. Frank just called them the Los Angeles Lizards, mm-hmm. just to catch you up on that, MC. 
Um, and wow. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, we got so much, so much to unpack. Um, Greg, you, you said a couple of things. So Rui, yeah, I, I looked up Rui's stats when this happened and I was struck by how consistent they were over the four years, uh, at least in terms of like basic counting stats, like, like his rookie year, he averaged 13 points a game this year. He's averaging 13 points a game every year. It's kind of in that range. It's like four or five rebounds. Uh, but his shooting has fluctuated. Like you said earlier, he, the little bit he played last year, his shooting went way up. And then this year it's kind of come back to normal. And because of, our rotation because of the trade for Gafford, the trade for Kuzma, which was another trade for the Lakers with the Lakers. That was part of the Westbrook trade, which, I mean, that was a trade that we definitely won. Um, and Tommy, Tommy has had some good trades, the Westbrook trade both times when we traded John for Russ and when we got rid of Russ, a couple other small ones here and there, maybe the Gafford one. Yeah. Yeah. And Gafford has been better this year. He's getting more playing time. But that's the thing, too. We just had too many guys, too many big guys, too many big forwards and centers. Gafford and Porzingis have both been starting recently. Guzma is obviously a starter. And Rui just got kind of squeezed out. But this this kind of gets to the point of it all, which is, again, something that both of you alluded to, which it's just a, a history of the same thing over and over and over again, Mike listed it out, uh, you know, very in a lot of detail, like year after year after year, the last 10 years of first round picks, this team has just blown one way or another, not totally blown every single year, but just constantly giving away the future for something short-sighted, something short-sighted. And this isn't necessarily that, but still, it's a first-round pick. The highest uh, pick we've had in the last 10 years, Rui, uh, like you said, was the ninth pick. And we just failed to develop him. So when that – you have to find a way to invest in those players and – build up your your team with these young players we've had top 15 picks four straight years and again mike listed them all out very graphically and it just looks like in front of his daughter in front of his young daughter (laughs) shout out lena Uh, future listener future Future listener future Future co-host wmba player sure that's true um Yeah, it it basically what upset me so much about this trade, because this trade happened two days ago and I was fired up. Uh, Frank and Greg in particular were taking it from me with both barrels (laughs) via text. I was just going off. I was so upset. But honestly, Rui's not that good. And like we shouldn't expect to get that much for him. And three second round picks is something like it is uh, a forward thinking move, which, you know, I was saying we don't make. Uh, So to be fair, it is that. And if Rui wasn't going to resign here, like you were saying, Greg, it's good. We got something, but why didn't he want to resign? 
Is it because he wasn't getting playing time? Is it because the Wizards publicly in the last month had been like, we're going to resign Kyle Kuzma, who is an unrestricted free agent uh, this summer. And he has played great here. He's been a great wizard. Uh, I think we all were kind of skeptical of how that would go. And he's really proven to be a, a great player. He's upped his game here, but I think why this upset me so much is because I still had a sliver of hope after re-signing Brad for, as Mike put it, $500 million, $500. which isn't crazy. Far. It was like a quarter billion, I think, that we were giving Brad. But I don't know why I would expect anything other than for this team to re-sign Kuzma and to get locked into that, you know, playing lifestyle for the next four years um yeah and that's that's disappointing and that's that's a bummer but you know maybe this team can get lucky and make a run or two and we can get some fun games it is fun to play playoff games you know we yeah that that season that russ was here we um you know, we talked about it in our first season on the pod. Like that season meant something. You know, we got in as the eighth seed and lost out on a lottery pick, uh, which you know we would have fucked up anyways. But right, you know, there. I don't think that stuff is meaningless. But like, you got to have a plan. You got to have a long term plan. And Beal and Kuzma and Porzingis is not a plan. That's a that's a nine seed. Like we got to do better. And I think that that's, I think just the way you're talking about it and, 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 and the vibe and, and also yeah. the substance of what you're saying Damn. is the, that is the essence of mansplaining the wizards and wizards fandom to people. That, it, why, it, why it can is... be a lot of frustration, a lot of disappointment, uh, like underachieving, but never quite like full tanking. Uh, it's just kind of like somewhere in the middle. Some seasons are better. Some seasons are worse. They're never awful, but they're never great. Yeah. The um, are they've the been fucking... close to great, but they've never been great. Great. The wizards are Frank. You still have the Ryan Seacrest background up. The wizards are the fucking mediocre white mm-hmm. guy of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Just like they're the Ryan Seacrest just, of the NBA. Just like they'll uh, be around forever. <laughs> They'll be around forever. They're one of the original franchises, but it's like they're this this tough. I think it's, the hard part, last thing I wanted to say about it is like like <laughs> it's a product. Like and the thing about <laughs> like I understand wanting to be mediocre from a business standpoint, because you can go to the playoffs and make millions of dollars. Even if you never win, it doesn't doesn't matter as, as a business because you made a profit. Now that being said, I think the fans here are a little bit iffy. Like I don't, and I know Joe, big time listener of the pod, is going to oh, yeah. has a lot to say about Wizards fans, and I I do agree with him that they're just kind of flaky. They don't like the big set of fans down here are just passive fans, and it it hurts. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure actually now that MC's here can can shed a little bit about being from PG because there's so much basketball in the water like there's some you know that's what there's they something say something in the water like, yeah yeah in the, the water. DMV. and to not 
have a team that represents that. And I think that's why I get so upset mm-hmm. when players don't want to come here. And I understand not wanting to come here because it's a mediocre franchise run by mediocre white men. True. Spencer, but, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie is talking shit. But if they were, if they were great, it would just be this powder keg. Like it would be the greatest. DC would rally so hard. But that's what I'm saying. But they don't have to be great for that to be there. I think, I think they just have to be competent to start with, and that's where that's when you'll have players that would want to come here that are good players. But no one wants to come here. I mean, it's proven. The year, the the most to me, the biggest year was when John and Brad were both healthy, and Durant. I'm not, I know he had his own reasons. Should, could have just came to the Wizards. We could have signed. Well, I don't know if we had the money no, to. That honest. was never. It was never going to happen. But he, if like, some, but if he did, that would have been where it blew up because we were sure. making the playoffs every year. So just the fact that someone you know doesn't want to come here i mean durant's obviously a top you know top five player but like still like someone you would think would be like oh i want to go play with bradley beal but no it doesn't happen brad is i'm blaming myself for not being being a bigger hype man at the games honestly i mean oh no you're doing a great job you're doing a great job i think you look at some of the smaller market teams and even though I don't think DC is a small market. It is. Um, I be, I do think that the Wizards have always sort of been treated like a small market team. And I think since Jordan was there and that didn't work out. Um, and then there were like a few years where things actually uh, the 90s NBA Instagram today, I was meaning to send it to you guys and I forgot, but it was a picture of Jawan Howard and Chris Webber in like old school bullets jerseys. And I was like, yeah, you know, like there, there were, there are some fond memories that I definitely have. And I think for me living in Chicago, as long as I have now, um, and, and already being so into the bulls, it was just an easier transition, but I, I look at like a, uh, at what Sacramento is doing right now. I look at what the Warriors have done, and it's not impossible for something to happen, but it feels like the city's almost too big for it to be small market technically, but then it's not treated well enough like a big market. But I mean, look at the Knicks too. Like the Knicks struggle and have struggled for a long time and they've never really gotten there. Like that's a good they, comparison. They they just I mean, that's the biggest other I, I look at at them all the time thinking like how much has invested and how I mean, like and their fans talk about are not mediocre white men. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. legit. So, I mean. You know, it's not impossible for something to happen, but I think there just has to be an entire shift in like almost the entire thing has to be uprooted and and shifted and changed because it's not going to happen with Brad and they need somebody they need somebody who's coming in like a Steph to start building something. But it's like, would we have Steve? Will we have Steve Kerr without Steph? Would we have Steph without Steve Kerr? Chicken and egg situation. I could talk about that all the time. But I do think it is interesting to like compare them to other. I mean, the Lakers 
I guess also, but they've had, they had, you know, way more recent success as far as championships go. Um, so, but people want to play in the Lakers too. Like, you know, for sure. I mean, people want to live in California. Right. That's the thing that's that. Yeah. People want to live in New York. People yeah, want, but, but nobody goes. And I think that's the thing. Nobody goes to the Knicks though. No. So yeah. But that's what, but what I think that's what you're saying. It's like, what? So make, you're making me feel better about being a Wizards fan, honestly, because at least we're not the Knicks like that. No, I mean, like, think about that. The expectation like that. is a lot greater there. I mean, here we we feel it because we live here. Well, you know, or we understand what it was like, you know, growing up and playing ball or whatever and having a lot of friends who play basketball. But, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, kind of, it goes both ways because we don't get that same scrutiny, but we also don't get you know, that's part of why players don't want to come here. Like DC does not have that reputation as a pro basketball town because, Mm -hmm. but it should. It's exactly, exactly. Because our friend, our buddy Joe is, is right in his criticisms of wizards fans. I mean, we, we went to fucking wizards games during the process when the Sixers were garbage. Oh my and God. Sixers fans. And yeah, was- Sixers fans would take buses down and like an yeah. entire yeah. section would be Sixers fans. And, and they would out shout every, in the 400 section, in the top section in the Capital One arena, they would out shout everybody else in the arena. Trust the process. And, yeah. we, <laughs> and we talked uh, just last week, two weeks ago about going on MLK and the Warriors fans taking over. Right. And maybe, maybe because DC, is such a like transplant city though like yeah um, it's i i i don't i don't think so i think it's because we got to it earlier i think it's because the team the ownership they don't make it fun to root for they don't they don't give you what you all were talking about about building a real franchise because you're right we're not going to get a seth curry how kuzman's a great player he's been awesome here but he is not going to put us over the top and honestly really the root of it the root of it because those those Jawan weber weber 90s teams and those early john brad teams and even like, like the, the and even the you know i'll give you the agent zero yeah times yeah too, yes those know? are those are the three really in our lifetime those are moments where it was like this team is relevant like mm-hmm. like arenas was an mvp candidate the mm-hmm. team was good and like yeah if durant had come here short we would have been incredible but we 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 can't take that next step because Brad is not he's not good enough. Not anymore. Brad is not not anymore. He's not a superstar who's gonna carry his window has closed, unfortunately. And even at his best, I think is the best player on our team. I just don't he's not good enough. Like look at the teams that are in the finals and it's no disrespect to Brad. He's an incredible player. Like if he, you know, I, I don't know. He is any... definitely the best basketball player on the team. That said, oh, he is, he's, he's, he's probably like a top 25 player in the yeah, league. 30. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you so he's, top... he's great, but he is not right. A top 10 player, a top five right. player, you know? And so what we Yet. need, we need to win the lottery. Honestly, honestly, this might be our year because we're losing to the Rockets, y'all. That's we're true. down by 11. And thank God that this game is in Houston because otherwise you'd be hearing Rockets fans in Capital yeah. One Arena. Trust the Rockets. Yeah. But but the the last I, the last big thing I, I, I think is important that we've also mentioned a little bit is that 
fans here love basketball. Fans here don't love the Wizards, but fans love basketball. So it's it's here. If you give them a real team, not just a team that can go to the playoffs, but a team that can go deep in the playoffs, that can go to the conference finals, which we haven't been to in, uh, what is it, 50 fucking years, 40 years? Who knows? Not in our lifetime. So give them a real team and people will show up because you go to Georgetown, you go to the University of fucking Maryland, where we all went to and where some of us went to see a ball game last week. You see it. People show up and they're loud and they're excited to watch some basketball. And shout out to Mary Catherine Curran and Patty Curran, big old friend of the pod, mm. for hooking, hooking the tickets up mm. at the University of Maryland, University of Michigan, Terps basketball game, where we got to we got to heckle former wizard Juwan Howard. Oh, how fun is that? That's well, true. let's um let's talk about that now. We'll we'll move out of uh mansplaining uh the wizards and we could talk Thank about God. Thank uh, God. Yeah, I know. This has been heavy. Also, I just want uh you all to see. I know you saw Ooh. this in person, but we do have the Kyle Kuzma bobblehead here. Yeah. You know, Ooh. so there are still good things about Wizards basketball. This is Kyle Kuzma in the famous long pink sweater. We'll put it on the Instagram or something. Um that- that outfit the one from last no. night yeah one, no. yeah last night. so good also he's on yeah, Sesame. that out. man is on sesame street okay check that shit out on our instagram at, y'all uh, he's, he's out here looking like slimer also can oh. i that is really funny i also want to do a quick uh shout out to ku or to kuzma to rui hachimura from back in the day some of you all might remember this this is uh, a clip from the olympics this was uh kyle kuzma and some yodeling fish, or excuse me, I did it again. Rui Hachimura and some yodeling Jesus. fish. Ugh. Maybe they meant to trade Kuzma and they just said the wrong no, name. They, like did. Did. they did not. We'll just do a couple seconds oh of my this, God. but. So this is a yodeling fish, and there's a giant Rui Hachimura face. He's holding up a couple of noodles, and now he's holding up the yodeling fish lady. So don't be sad that it's that over. Part was, that part there was good at the end. They were dancing. Yeah, it's a good commercial. It's a great commercial. MC no. looks speechless right now. Um, I'm rarely we showed that at, like a while back. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We did. That's early pod days. Well, let's talk about uh, University of Maryland basketball real quick because I know we have to wrap soon. This is going to be a, a a quick and dirty episode for us. But I got to hear about this game, y'all. Give it to me. How was it? Did we go to the Green Turtle? And uh, we did. We there's did. a Green Turtle in there is no, no, no. now a Green Turtle inside oh, right. of the Xfinity Center. <laughs> Let's go. We, yes. did Let's purchase, go. we did purchase yes. crab dip from there. So. Let's go. For our, for our in case we have any listeners who are confused, yes, on our last on last week's pod, we did also talk about going to the Green Turtle. <laughs> I'm uh, going to try to go once a month. To and I went again today. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, That's green so turtle, green turtle inside the arena. And we can't. And I, Lido's pizza. And In the arena. Well, it's a Lido. Yes. It's a Lido. Me, not a Lido. Lido. Wow. Right. We need, we should tighten Lido. up on that. Thank you, Greg. Just because Lido's Greg. is our sponsor and Lido. Wow. Lido's is the original, correct? 
And then Lido is the so. brother who like split yes. off from the family and did franchises. Yeah, that makes and sense. Because I think Lido is more of a fast like. Uh, they I think don't so. like Lido's is like you're gonna go there and sit down with your it's, family. You're sitting have down, a, have some pictures. Yeah, that's what we used to do for Christmas with my dad's side. Yeah. That's yeah. an I awesome wish. Christmas. That that's an best. awesome Christmas. I wish. Okay, how was the game? It was great. They Ooh. won. Yeah. We so Matt and uh, myself and my mom uh, and my my college roommate Megan. We got to um, have a chit chat with. Uh, University of Maryland's, uh, the voice of the Terrapins, Johnny Holiday. Friend of the pod. This was big, y'all. This was big. And it was pretty freaking cool to just walk out and be on the court. (laughs) It was, it was incredible. You were on the court? Yeah. Oh my God. That's incredible. Let's not not downplay it. Patty, uh, Patty Curran, MCAT's. Mom, what what was her position at MCAT? She retired kind of recently. Mom, what was, what was her... your position at Maryland? Um, well, my title was program management specialist, but I was in charge of building security, swipe access, keys, parking, and everything else. Pro- program <laughs> like running the entire specialist. arena, yeah. running yeah. the whole yeah. fire. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and you would Operations. you would. If you had seen, if you had been walking around, like y'all should have seen how people's faces lit up yeah. when this woman walked into the room. Sounds like a Hooper of the Week to me. I yeah yeah definitely yeah. Patty Curran Hooper of the Week for sure. Because she people she's were so excited to see her. I'm sure sure she's, we're all... she's on her tablet. So oh well, I had to buy I had to buy a ticket, which was totally because <laughs> it was a uh, um like I I didn't think I was gonna be able to go to the game, and then like kind of like some things got rearranged in my schedule, so I was like I'll go and I'll just buy a ticket. But the funny thing was, I just knew what row. Like MC was like, oh, we're in row one seventeen. And I was like, okay, I'll just get something near that. And I told the kid at the gate, by the way, we got to watch the employees or the people working, the the student work, whatever you, what is it called? Like a student worker? Sessions. Yeah. Well, the, they were volunteers probably. I don't know. No, I think they probably I went, no, whatever. We'll get to that in a they're, second. But they're getting I paid bought a ticket and it was like yeah. the one seat was exactly right next to them like yeah. so i just ended up like right that's incredible <laughs> yeah that's terps magic right sweet. there it was terps then, magic then my aunt and uncle were sitting behind us and i had no idea oh, they were yeah. going to be there oh my god that's yeah. incredible it was truly like we we kept saying it was like terps magic but also like tim curran terps magic mm. too because like mm. it was my yeah yeah shout out to so we also had crazy. the ultimate terps fan troll I've, 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 uh, that was in what a, was he saying love. like like <laughs> trash and nuts or something i don't remember exactly what it, it was, was but it was like someone was shooting free throws on michigan and he was like like basically saying like good foul because this guy can't shoot free throws and i can't remember I, I, I just wish i would have wrote it down but i had a few eight dollar Michelob ultras because <laughs> apparently they're just giving them away they're not they like are. Yeah. one where it's like fourteen dollars so the kid was maybe that's stuff. why people were more fired up than they 
Maybe. Maybe Cap <laughs> I mean, One needs to lower the price of the this beer. This guy was way he fired was, up. He was, he was the, there with okay. his mom. He was cussing his Did not head know off. he was with his mom half the game. <laughs> and then we look back he and we're like, this guy was with his mom. He was like, you fucking suck, Michigan. You fucking yeah, tra-. Just And like then this guy shooting free throws. He's like, he's got nothing but nuts and trash or something like that. Like, I think it was like, like balls and dips or something. Just really strange. But it made sense. that I was like, you're right. And I looked back at him and gave him a thumbs up after he missed one of the reels. He's like, yeah, that's right. Looks me dead in the eyes. He's like, nuts and trash. <laughs> Great. I was like, yeah, this guy's giving it to him good. But then, uh, like, maybe nothing out but trash. Nothing but trash? No, nothing no. It was, it was like was something and something. Like nothing. Too it was much. Like bold, like MCAT, I got to ask. And- <laughs> I, I gotta I, I gotta ask you to put a bow on the whole Johnny Holiday thing because so your mom and and some you know former colleagues of her took us onto the court to meet him and we were we were like right behind the media booth it was awesome uh, but you got to talk to him a little bit what kind of stuff did y'all talk about well we were both Helen Hayes nominated um <laughs> What was he nominated for? What was Johnny Holiday nominated for? Helen Hayes? She doesn't remember. It was at a dinner theater. Uh... My 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 dad was talking about it because I was talk I was telling him about the game because he went to Maryland and he was like oh yeah Johnny Holiday was in a play with like Diane Keaton or something yeah know, he was not, he was Helen Hayes nominated um yeah I don't remember what it was for but so then he was telling us because obviously he knows um, from knowing my mom that I do comedy and he had told my mom about this comedian that he and his wife went to see and they had seen his YouTube. Was it Ray Romano? It was Ralphie May. Oh, wow. (laughs) And they watched Last Comic Standing. He won won Last Comic Standing. But his um, in-person set was a little bit uh, more A little more colorful. Uh, Yeah, he said. And so he told us what he said when he walked out. So Ralphie May walks out. You know, he's a big guy. And, you know, they're in like Philly or something. And. Oh, Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And he says, um, Ralphie May walks out and Shout looks out at Shrewsbury. this like, Shrewsbury. Shots out this like uh this group of women like up in the in a box and he goes, I guess they let the sluts out tonight. <laughs> like oh, that's oh my god. So it was just like Jesus. so he alienated the entire audience within the first 30 seconds, and then they said it was just horrible and they couldn't leave because they were like in the front. So oh. they, <laughs> So he he loved he loved retelling that again to to me about um, his experience with uh, with the comedian yeah. Ralphie May. Um, yeah. MC, and can trash. you can you um, the the Terps won the game by the way? But MC, yeah, could you did. tell the could you tell the story about the kid at the beer stand? Okay, so I was not there for that part oh. of the for the oh, first who was, part. Was it, oh, right. Greg was well, that no, you? I wasn't Greg, there for Greg the first part. She has her yeah. own beer stand. We all, we all have our own. Yeah, we yeah. all got a piece of it. Because was, the kids they were, there selling beer were just they were they were happy they were high on their they minds. So they faced the biggest blunt of their life <laughs> yeah. in the parking. They were ripping cigs in the parking lot. <laughs> well, cig weed. Yeah, something. I ordered I, I ordered you a seltzer at one point, MC, and he looked yeah. at me and he was like, "Wine?" 
And I was like, no, like a, a Bud Light seltzer. And he was like, what kind of wine? <laughs> <laughs> and then we like, went back damn, and we were buddy. trying to get drinks. And uh, and Greg was like, I just ordered from this guy that we can't order more than one. And I was oh, like, yeah. I? And then I ordered two drinks and they were like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Like this, the rules were changing every five minutes. Every five seconds. Yeah. Wait, what was like the one guy on the other side? Remember? Yeah. At the Green Turtle. He said something. Oh, what did that guy say? He was like, uh, wasn't there a guy you ordered from? And he was like, I remember they were like, you can only get two, two beers. And then the kid walked or the guys walked away who ordered the beer and the guy was shaking his head like, I'm going to get one here. And I was like, I was like, yeah, tell him this ain't capital one. He's like, that's right. This ain't Capital One. Like, like, he just went along with it. This ain't Capital One. Same Capital One. Right? But yeah, the other kid, the other kid was like, I was like, can I get a, a Michelob Ultra? And he was like, oh, yeah. Um, I, how do I? And he like looks over to his like manager or something. He's like, how do I ring him out for, or like, do we have that? He's like, yeah, right here. He like points. Do we the, have it? We, he points to the draft. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Michelob Ultra. He goes, okay. Okay, focus. Gotta focus. <laughs> I also don't think there's no way it was legal for them to be pouring that alcohol. No, and they, they were they, they were, were like doing it like they never poured draft beers before. And it, it was just going twenty one. I don't know. They, Maybe. Yeah, they did not. They did not Needless to say, it was a great time. And those kids, we, yeah, we had a good time. We had, we had a great time. time. Yeah, great time. Yeah, and Maryland won. Maryland won, and then yeah. they won again tonight. They Let's beat go. Wisconsin. Oh, good. Which Johnny was, Davis, we former. That, we that, <laughs> uh, that guy was probably at that game, to be honest. Yeah, well, he, well, he's not. Yeah. Ours, he's not. He's not playing. He's not playing on the Wizards, Wizards game. game. Wizards down by nine, by the way, right? Okay. To the Rockets. Could be worse. There you go. Well, hey, let's um, let's wrap here. Um, if anybody has any hoopers or poopers, my hooper is Patty Curran, and I have nothing to plug. Uh, anybody else got a except, hooper, a pooper? Uh, you have nothing to plug for? Oh, except for my butt. Uh-huh. Wow. I do need to plug my butt. Great. Okay. Um, anybody else? Um, my, yes, I will say hooper, Patty Curran for sure. And then also got to give love to my boy, Kawhi Leonard, who is playing mm. good right now. The Clown. Uh, like come on. I'll go with a uh, new one, Jimmy Butler, because I saw. Did yeah. y'all see that? Yes, yes. This was so Frank. Good. You see this? Who no, very the, good. Essentially, this the family came uh, to see them in uh, the the Heat, and um, he was hurt, but the, they thought he was going to be playing. But they're they're from Argentina. So he's like, this little yeah, kid has like a sign, like him. Jimmy Butler, you know, you're my Where favorite player, Jersey? whatever. And I then like 4,000 miles to the see sister you. say like, Jimmy's not playing tonight, like whatever. And the kid was like, just, I think it was like a rest. I think it was like, uh, yeah, he was, he just wasn't playing. He, he was like, so you saw the kid just totally like, just so upset. And then, so the next day, Jimmy brought them into the stadium, did a little tour with them. Little walk, little walk That's around. so cool. That's so great. That's what it's all about. Good stuff. Good stuff. Big face coffee. Big face coffee. Big face. Uh, one of our sponsors. One of our one sponsors. Go Terps. Oh, Pooper. Um, Tommy Tommy Shepard right now, our general manager. Mm. I mean, I got to, for me, I, Pooper easily. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. We didn't get to talk about football, which the divisional mm-hmm. round was this past mm-hmm. weekend. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Chloe's with us. Hopefully, next week. 
we'll have Chloe back and we could talk about the Super Bowl matchup, which we'll know at that point. Um, um, also, yeah, but also Dallas fans who are so dramatic yes. and punching their TVs. TVs. That's the thing. Not just not <laughs> just the Cowboys. Nice. <laughs> not just the Cowboys Must in the sense nice. of the team, which yes, fuck them, but God, the videos of the Cowboys fans destroying their televisions, which talking about mediocre white men, that is the most like <laughs> like go to therapy, you know? Yeah, exactly. What the go fuck to therapy. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, and just and it's also, like it's the, the waste. And it's the, and that's the thing too, because we talked about the Knicks earlier. MK, you brought them up. The Knicks have all this prestige and the Cowboys do too. They're an iconic franchise. The Knicks have sucked for 50 years. They haven't been back to the finals since the 70s and they're a laughing stock. No one wants to go there. The Cowboys were really good when we were kids in the 90s. It was 30 years ago. So, you're not quite there, but I, I hear the Cowboys compared to the Yankees and the Lakers and all these teams that win championships, and it's bullshit because Cowboys fans, y'all are the Knicks. So enjoy Jesus. it. Good luck next year. I mean, you know, Big we all root for Washington, so – but it, it still <laughs> runs deep. It still runs deep. Uh, but to end on a positive note, Cooper, first of all, obviously Patty Curran. Johnny Holiday, shout out to him. Big time. Helen Hayes Award nomination for Best Actor in a Musical for his role in Me and My Girl. Look ah. that up. Don't have the theater of the year, but we'll do a little more research on that. But okay, really, love that. Hooper of the Week, we need to shout out our number one fan, Michelle Yeoh, nominated oh, yes. for <laughs> an Oscar. I forgot. Yes, week. of course. Yeah, yes. Jamie Lee Curtis' first Oscar nom, too. That's Jamie awesome. Too. She's great. They're both great in that movie. And that movie is very good. They are. That movie, movie is one of the best movies. And, Stephanie's, and you know. Stephanie's, Stephanie Sue is very good, too. She's so good. They're all so listeners good. know that Michelle is a, a huge part of our, you know, uh, of what the, we do the, here. Right. What we do here. And it watches know, all our wanna, Instagram stories. He is our yeah. crouching exactly. tiger and our hidden yeah. dragon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you, yeah, yeah. So get on, get on that. Our Instagram at hoops crew pod, be like Michelle. Oh, Frank, we got the new, uh, we updated our email. Address, That's right. right. It's hoops crew pod at gmail.com. I finally oh, locked it down. There wow. we go. Now, now Rest. the mail's going to be, now rolling. it's going to start coming. It's in. just going to start flow. I mean, we already got a voicemail. You know, yeah, we got a voicemail from uh, Mike Sparacino. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, rest in peace, hoops crew forever at Gmail. Sure. <laughs> kind of, kind of fun. That's kind of it funny. Come back. A little bit yeah. of irony in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll still check it, but don't. Yeah, just at hoops crew pod. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Now. Forward that to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a little auto forward situation. Be easy for you. Well, shout out to Michelle Yo, shout out to Poland, shout out to MC, uh, Greg, Matt, and Chloe, of course, is out killing it on the Chicago improv scene. Shout out to my dog who has been crying in the background uh, this whole episode because it's raining oh. and he's scared of the rain. And oh, shout out, of course, to Ryan Seacrest. No. Seacrest out. Oh, no. Bye. Bye. Shout out, Frank. <laughs>